Weekly, 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 weekly ball movement. Weekly, ball movement. Weekly, ball movement. Weekly, ball movement. Weekly, ball movement. Welcome, everybody. Episode 9? Episode 10? I don't even remember. Uh, I guess it doesn't matter. Playoff episode 1. How about that? What? <laughs> Since we're, we're starting the playoffs. I'm Zach Thomas. I'm Sarah Poe. And we're here with Coach of the Q's. Rob here. Rob McClure in the house again. Welcome back, Rob. You've been here before. Friend I, of the show. I love coming here. <laughs> it's so much fun. <laughs> to do the podcast. Um, so this week we're just going to talk about last week, you know, one of the best weeks in the DSL again. Um, talk about some other stuff. But Rob, how are you feeling today? I feel awesome. <laughs> uh, Tell me about feeling awesome. I don't, my team might be like, that doesn't make much sense, but last week was just great. Yeah. It was, it was awesome. I mean, just two, the week before was awesome. Last week was, yeah, unfortunately we lost, but man, we gave it an effort. And if you weren't there, the Q's went three games. Three. From the nine spot, they went three, three games, which is impressive, which was, it was it was hot. There was very little shade. It was just like, how are you gonna? How are you even gonna like walk for that third game? And you guys came out and took them to the took them to extra innings, right? Took them to the end. And I, you just get that. I've been, you know, it's the both the times we won it was three games, and yeah. you get that feeling, right? Yeah. And I had that. I think most of the team had that feeling, and uh, but you got to give it to the bastards. They. Uh, I think everybody there who is there and is going to be playing next week sort of gave you a, gave a little sigh of relief that the cues the cues didn't get out. Not, not taking anything away from the battered bastards, but something about playoff cues. And this is my first point of the week, and this one comes from Lindsay. Lindsay wants to ask about your playoff persona. <laughs> what do you What uh, do you got? Do you got? Is there a playoff Robbie? A hundred percent. Okay, because there's people there's a, don't like it. I, I think. <laughs> I'm Jekyll and Hyde. I thought you were mad at me all day. Not at all. And that's the whole thing. Everyone know. Well, fortunately, people know me. Well, the people that do know me can maybe relay uh-huh. some information to people that don't. Because I'm kind of an ass face. Just don't talk to him. Just I, I just... And it's beer league softball. But I just... I don't know. If I commit to something, I want to do it 100%. Yeah. Everything I can do. And I want everyone to follow me at 100%. And if they don't, I just get a little... Yeah, you have a level of intensity that's... Uh... Yeah, I wouldn't call it a little. There's like a huge difference between like the Robbie in the hallway at work and the Robbie, you know... I know. And I apologize. Is... I know. I'm no, an no, no. I, I just take it way, I guess, way too serious. And I think the people in the huddle on Sun the Q's were just looking at me like, what's wrong with this guy? Hey, man. No, you... no, 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 no. Don't miss it. We're not, no one's accusing you of taking it And you gotta seriously. say, you took what? You had seven or eight rookies, right? Yeah. Their first time in DSL <laughs> playoffs. don't know anything about me. And you, but you pushed those guys to insane levels. I mean, we'll talk about some of the individual performances you got on uh, Sunday, which were <laughs> extremely impressive and just huge yeah unreal there were some really good ones so is there anybody else in the league who you think is has that sort of playoff playoff persona that kind of comes out gives a little something extra they, everyone does <laughs> they just do it different ways and mine okay. just is on my it's on my sleeve yeah and uh i mean no harm by it i think everyone knows that i 
love everyone to death. I love right. the league more than anything. I just, man, when it's time to do work, time I, to go. Uh, I'm not much for conversation. I tend to get like uh, hyperactive. Mm. Like I'm gonna make every play. Mm. I will run over to the first baseman and like push them over I, from from the shortstop position. I, I'm making every single play. I've seen it. I love that about you. I <laughs> Sometimes know to the detriment of my team. But at the same time, like that's it. It's just like, all right, this is the playoffs. We're going. This but is... it's contagious. If people see that, yeah. they're not they wanna they're yeah. not they don't want to let you down. It doesn't it's matter who they are, coach, player, anybody. That I just think that they're gonna see that and try harder. So it's I think it's a great quality. Uh I'm so, I'm trying to think of a couple of other people who, who elevate. I wanna say Queasley. Totally. Queasley hit, hits another level, mm. I think. Mm-hmm. Um I was going through the pictures that Maybe I in took. in terms of like a contagion of energy. That yeah, I was going through all the pictures that I took and I must have had like 10 of Queasley running, like at different times on the bases. And each one, it's just like every muscle is strained, right? And he's just like flying around the bases. And it's like, how many times did you score? How many runs did you score? Because he's always on base. He's aggressive. He He's playing five positions Yeah, at yeah. The same he's, time. He's playing five positions in the outfield. So Queasley's a huge one. Mm-hmm. Huge he's always at bat. Game. That's kind of what it feels like sometimes. Every time I looked up during that last Battery Bastards game, it was either Aaron Murphy or Chris Queasley. That was another. How about Aaron Murphy's playoff? Wow. Uh, playoff Aaron Murphy. Wow. She might have had 15 at-bats or something, 16 I at-bats. She was another one. She was involved in a ton of plays at second base and just fierce. She Year after year, yeah. she gets more fierce. Yeah, yeah. And, and you can see it in her play. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. She realizes, I think, that that level of intensity... Ups her game, and yeah. I've never seen her play better. Oh, yeah. last She's week was insane. last week was great. Oh, yeah. she was driving the ball. She was driving the ball yesterday. Mm. Um, so that was good. Uh, let me see. I'm trying to think of anybody else. Anybody else out there, Sarah, that you noticed just seemed to have a little, little extra. Um, the mo- the game that I got to see the most of after your game was that was that last game was that batter bastards cues, and I have like a real. Okay, so I like I realize that Robbie is here with yeah, us, but I have yeah. this very um like to me, Rob McClure is like a baseball player. <laughs> like a real baseball player. Uh-huh. So he just has this aura that sort of expands uh-huh. to his whole team. So when I oh, see absolutely. the cues even if they're not playing that well, sorry, that day, I'm just like, it's the cues. Robbie's always up to bat. Oh my god. So I yeah. have this kind of um I don't know, awe of that team in general. So I felt like that that whole game. Yeah. That that it really did to me feel like bad bastards were um were were working really hard for every single mm. run that okay. they got and it just didn't feel like the cues were working as hard. Quite as hard. Um in, not in the they were slacking kind of way either. Like right. like it came but easier it was to them. Easier. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um so so that whole team, because Robbie's the captain of that team to me, right. like and then uh, the They're other intimidating. One, I think so. I mean, like I said, I think that people were kind of happy that the cues got knocked out because I do think that like playoff cues are one of the one of the scariest scariest teams. <laughs> I don't know why. There's just something about it. like you went on that three game run last year. What two years ago when you won? Last two, year two was ago? insane. Three years ago, when was the other one that you won? 2013. 2013. And how many games did you win in that one? Three. Three. Yeah. Yeah. Just crazy. Yeah. Uh, they need two to warm up. <laughs> and you you guys were down Burdick. Oh, yeah. And yeah. holy battle. 
Burdick and Changin and Lauren Moon. So we just and like, Changin. yeah, Jeez, we man. were just. I didn't think we were getting out of that one. Through five uh, innings, I didn't know if we were getting out of there. That was a wild one. That was a good game. You so guys, Hanuman and the Qs started the day right, and Qs end up winning sixteen twelve. But cl- it was back and forth the it, whole time. That four runs seems like a lot. But I think it was a lot at the it end. It was not. Right? It, it was yeah. maybe four in the That game was six or seven. not. Well, yeah. you both got up five at the, at the end of the first, right? It I went, think so. Did we it go? It went five and then five. You, you, first inning, you guys scored five. Yeah. 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 And then I think you guys scored five. And then I'm, I don't think we scored five. I could be wrong. I don't know. I think you did because I remember thinking, oh, okay. great. Because you get Hanuman it comes out with a five like yes they're getting ahead they won't be able to catch up no instantly instantly the cues have it was pretty quick it was pretty quick Uh, but yeah just one of those big back and forth games and in this one this goes to my second second point let's talk about the home runs okay there were a ton of big big home runs that happened and there are two that stand out to me and there's just something poetic about how these two home runs took place. All right, uh, is it one of them yours? No, one of them is not. You mine. have this little twinkle in no, your No, no, no. I me. No, it's not. It's not mine. Mine was mine was decent, but um the two that I'm thinking of are Brandon's, obviously. The fucking moonshot. You know what? Lol disappeared into the ground. Like you yeah. couldn't see him anymore. Yeah. You, you know what? The th- the the one thing that bothers me about that one is he was angry. Mm, yes. And he wasn't angry at us. It would have felt better if he was angry about <laughs> something that we did. Uh-huh. He was angry at an umpire. Yeah. He was. Because okay. Darren Smith hit a ball that was arguably a fair foul. Oh, yeah, yeah. Foul, okay, right? that was right Which after that. Which would have been probably a home run. And in turn, Brandon got just as pissed off. Yep. And got one. I, how far... That if go? you if you weren't there and you look, there's some pictures of the field. There's a tree in the back um, of the field where there were people sitting, and there's one ball that that Brandon hit that made it about ten feet in front of the tree. Lowell caught that. Well, Lowell caught that. That one. was my honestly maybe my favorite picture. The of one the where Halbrick is standing there, sort yeah. of watching and and looking at this. The one that Brandon really got a hold of went. I don't know, what, 30 feet to the right to center field and, like, into the weeds behind the tree or next to the tree. So it was just, as soon as he hit it, it was just like, oh, that is the farthest I've, I've maybe ever seen anyone hit a ball. I, I was, there's, the only thing you do when you see that is just drop your lower jaw in awe. That's what it was. And the whole sideline, the whole side was just like, oh, you could just, it was a huge moment. So Amazing. You got Brandon's home run, huge home run, right? In a big game, in a big spot. The other one that stands out to me, Nick. Nick Pappy. Nick Pappy. I have been thinking about this, like, since it happened. He has. He's been talking about it nonstop. I can't let it go. So. I didn't see it. Little Nick Pappy, right? Like, you know, he comes up, you know, you're not expecting a whole lot, right? Um, And at that point, people, you know, the the outfield comes in and it's, oh, what does he do? He gets a hold of one and he rips it over a a cluster over someone <laughs> and through someone. Yeah. So uh, the two outfielders for Hanamana just kind of like didn't communicate, and the ball just got over their head. It goes out into center field. The center fielder picks it up, tries to make a throw. The throw doesn't really go anywhere. 
Babby's chugging around those bases, right? And he scores. And this was one of those plays. That was maybe the one that just was the true punch in the stomach to us. There were people on base too. Ah, I, yeah. I don't. It, it was a huge, huge moment. Was it a grand slam? No, I think there were two maybe on one, one, one or on, two on okay. base at that point. But it was an like an absolutely devastating hit to us. And it was it was in the scorebook. It goes the same. <laughs> I think <laughs> you know it's Brandon's home run. Book. And I think that in terms of momentum for the game, it was the same. You know, Brandon's home run was huge and deflating. Um, I, I imagine for the cues and and Pappy's home run was was huge and deflating. Um, for Hanamana. So I, I just, that moment, it was a beautiful DSL moment for him. It was hard to watch as a member of Hanamana. He, he wanted to do something like that the entire season. Did you, did you see him when he did, after, when he crossed home plate? Mm-hmm. No. Did, you I, have I was... never seen a happier person. <laughs> and the guy is just a fantastic guy. Low spoken, doesn't say a whole lot. That guy, he was so happy. Nine for nine on the day. Happy pappy. He was on base mm. every time all day, and mm. this is one of the guys that you look at and you're like, wow, look at this, look at this playoff performance that he's giving, right? Yeah. I mean, it was awesome. Cool. And I, you know, I love it when that happens. Like Brandon, you expect that. It's not a surprise when he right. blasts one, right? When so, you know, these I love it when that happens. So yeah, you pappy just got one. Ear. Uh, Dave Lyons got one that was big. Gigantic. Right? Yep. Um, so that was a big one. I'm trying to think. Oh, there was another really good DSL one. Uh, Michael Moore, he got a grand slam on a ground ball to the shortstop. <laughs> <laughs> so that was... Uh, that was an odd play. That was a weird one. But another one of those like DSL home runs that you're just like, oh, we got it. Oh, ground so wait, ball. what happened? Bases were loaded. He comes up. He rips one at the shortstop. Shortstop for hit squad goes to throw it to second base. And I don't know what happened. I don't think anybody was there. I think that the second baseman just didn't cover. That's Matty Campbell. Yeah. And it, that wasn't Matty Campbell's. There was no one there to cover. Yeah. He just assumed. And this is this this happens, too, because what happens is you pick up the ball and your reflexes go to throw the ball. And then you look up and you see no one is there or they're not where you think they're supposed to be. Well, and you tend to just sail it because you, you try to pull it back. And it, it looked like a in retrospect, bit. someone was coming. Uh huh. It just over the glove. Yeah. So and it, then oh, it, I did see this. It kind of sails oh, yeah, and it goes yeah, yeah. to it went into right field. There was nobody really. Oh yeah, because I remember close. thinking it looked so weird. It was. It, it looked was weird. really it was weird. weird. Mm-hmm. It was weird. Um, so just like a beautiful day of of DSL monster shots and then DSL home runs. I'd like to talk about my home run, but I didn't see it. I just like put my head down. As soon as I hit it, I was like, it was oh, awesome. that's a good one. It and was. I just put my head down and just ran it. Mm. Where'd it go? Down the line. Yeah. Yeah. Like right down the line. I'm just pointing because <laughs> I'm spitting and drinking beer at the same time. I have been trying to hit that ball down the line all season, and I finally got it in the playoffs. Oh, I'm yeah, glad you so. worked that out, honey. <laughs> Yours, that was just that's as so good great. as... Any of the others, so except great. for Brandon's, obviously. Oh, Brandon's is... Jesus. And Pappy's. Pappy's was ahead of that. I just... Pappy's, too. I just... Oh. And that... You know, he's a choir guy, right? No, I didn't know he, this. He sung at Art Pia with some choir group. No, I had no idea. Yeah, he's a yeah, he's a big choir guy, and I've... Contemplating. I wanted him to sing the national anthem in the huddle at some point. Uh, just I, didn't seem right. Yeah. And I think it might have 
made him feel uncomfortable. What about next week though? Or in two weeks at the at the playoffs? Oh, open opening could ceremony. Could we get a loudspeaker? How can we do that? <laughs> he might Where just have the voice to carry it. Oh, he, he might. I'm just gonna stand not? on that pitcher's mound. Yeah. And well, I'll tell you what. Here, I'll, let's do this first. We'll have a test okay. run. So we have our team party. Okay. The Saturday before okay. championship, and we're going downtown. And Nor he requested us to go to Nori Mom. He wants to let those those pipes shine. So, yeah, and half the team. It, I guess it's going to turn into a team singing competition. Half the team <laughs> wants to be on his side. I'm like, what? Hey, I'm the captain here. Anyone want to sing with me? <laughs> no. So Pappy's going to win that. Uh, I that would be awesome having Pappy sing it. I have always thought that can he sing seven national anthems though? That's the thing. Here's what I thought. I've always thought that the DSL should do if there's going to be some kind of ceremony. It should be like after the third game, in between the third and the fourth game, because the first game nobody's there. It's ten in the morning. It's very early. Um, But then, like that third game, there's people there. You know, if you're gonna have, I don't know why we would need a ceremonial first pitch, Um, but we might need one. Uh, or uh, we've had some farewells, right? Some send-offs. Um, you know, maybe that would be a time where everybody's around and can kind of mm. witness it. There was the the 100 games thing that has gone on, right? There's a couple other people getting 100 games. Yeah, right? So when people are getting 100 games and then... Uh, anyway, I don't know. Just like in between game three and four. To hold, it up for, hold it up for five minutes and just say, hey, we're going to do a little yeah. goofiness on the mound now. Um, so I think national anthem. Happy. Fits right in. Come, come but celebrate. We'd, we'd have to do seven. Maybe we need a DSL anthem. Chris Queasley. Wow. You yes. heard that. You heard it here. Oh, and by the way, is there any way you could like geolocate this thing so he doesn't hear it? He asked me like seven times to do a phone call with him, and I haven't done it yet. Who? <laughs> oh. Queasley. Oh. <laughs> The pickle. I keep turning them down. No, no, no you are you are a, a WBM exclusive. Stupid Queasley, I'm sorry. I promise. <laughs> no, he's not. Call me. Not yes, sorry. I am. I'm really sorry. All right. And they've all been legit. I'm not. I'm not yeah. Okay. <laughs> Serious. All, all your reasons have been, have been legit. <laughs> really? Because we called we called you once and then you were ready to go. And now you didn't even have to say. <laughs> No, no, that's no. a lie. No, that's not true because last I was sick week, last week. That's last right. week we I, tried I to get her to work. Sometimes to Robbie just shows up at our house and goes, "Hey, are you guys podcast without <laughs> us even asking." All right, I'm getting worked over here. Let's change. What's number three on your list, there? <laughs> well, we're rolling through, and actually, I'm going to cut number three because I think it would make Sarah mad. So, um, does that players. say absences? <laughs> it says absences. Okay. Oh, jeez. Okay, I gotta, I gotta say something. I gotta like throw this out there because, like I said, Hanamana was missing Burdick. Chang Jin, Lauren Moon, Dirtbags, played without a catcher. If you weren't there and didn't get to see uh, a playoff team playing without a catcher because they only had eight players, it was uh, something to see. Which, you got to give them a lot of credit. They only lost by two runs. Yeah, yeah, they held them to ten. They had eight players and they only lost by two runs. That is the level of effort that people were giving last week. I cannot believe so many people did not get to see this. De Villers was, Madness. De Villers was a playoff hero last week i just he was driving the ball i think he had four or four or five rbis or something he had a huge day and just hey, that's you talk about stepping up yeah D- that was not you haven't seen that from him all year he went nuts yeah yeah so that was a good one that was he's always good but yeah that was nuts that was another level yeah so that was a good one i mean the batter bastards won by two 
I don't know. There were only eight players. It was it was just how are the dirtbags still in this game? Did you know? You, did you know the rule about that catcher? No. What happened with the catcher? The, the so the only thing that person could do, which I think was Halbert most of the day. Oh right, right. Is throw it back to the pitcher. Right. That's the only thing. If they threw home, Halbert couldn't touch it. Yeah. So Halbert was just basically stationed as like a. Doorstop. As a doorstop, exactly. basically, as a ball return. And they only lost by two. That's absolutely insane. Well, let me ask you something, Zach. Yeah. Mr. Captain Absences. Yeah, Captain yeah. Absence yeah, yeah. Police. Oh, she's bringing it up. Yeah. You, well, <laughs> because gonna... you, uh, you want to talk about it, so yeah. uh, let me, you had a pretty decent day yourself. Yes, you did. Uh-huh, okay, yeah. Um, do you think that the absences contributed to your your intensity no 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 you would have played just as hard or harder had had we had a fall. i'm telling you the play when the playoffs come it's just like now is the time get your shit together and like do it Friends at home, I wish you could see the the intensity. <laughs> this is, in this is your last eyes. game, and you you can control your little piece of the game, and you have this opportunity to keep your season going. I was just crushed to to have the season end that way. I don't. It seemed to me like you had an extra ten percent. I mean, everyone has that little extra in the playoffs. <laughs> I wish I could play ninety percent of what I was doing. You needed that ten percent with. I needed it, yeah, and a, a and player down. Oh, so oh, it's just very difficult. So that was playoff Zach, not make up for the missing first rounder Zach. Our first rounder wasn't there. I know, I, mean, honey, I just said that. God, <laughs> well, I keep forgetting. I'm like, I'm like, oh, you know, a couple people weren't there. No, the first rounder was not there. The first round pick wasn't there. Um, you're just you're gonna struggle to win playoff games in that situation. Yeah. Anyway. All right, enough. That's too negative. This is this is. I'm very positive though about the end of the season. Uh, but you have to. Yeah, it's, it's after exciting, a day like I'm you excited. had. Even if you lose, your team. If you, <laughs> if your team plays that hard, yeah, it sucks yeah. to go home. Yeah. But you got to feel good about how. How everyone stood up and did yeah. what they had to do. And I, I hope I hope that like most people are that. feeling that way at this point. I I have talked to a couple people who. I'll get to this later, but just, just like that, that's your last game. Like this is how you're going to leave it for eight months, yeah. you know, and you just want to go out feeling like next year you want to play again, Absolutely. you know? Mm. Um, all right. So there's that one. So th- my next point is leading into this DSL withdrawal. Do you got uh, any, do you got any yet? None. None. <laughs> Cause I have caught myself three or four times thinking, what do you, wait, define well, DSL okay, withdrawal. So for me, I've caught myself thinking three or four times. Oh, next week I will. As in, like the next time I play, like mm. like oh, next week you know I'll I'll keep my hands mm, in and drive that I ball. Gotcha, no, no. Okay. Next week I'll I'll get that grounder mm. or whatever. Are what? you having Are you having thoughts or feelings like that? At no, this point? I don't. Not yet. Because I know fall ball is gonna it's gonna happen. We're gonna have okay. a tournament. Okay. In, in Daegu. Good. Hopefully we can get we gotta get a soul team down here. Yeah. Cause they they gotta come down. Yeah. There's just too many people out there, but that's it. Beyond that, no, I don't. I'm. No. I just feel our team gave everything they had, and we came up short. And it's not our. It's not our time. It wasn't yeah. our week. The only thing I care about is watching these. I can't wait. The last two weeks have been madness, and I just predict unbelievable things. It's fantastic. I mean, it's fantastic. It's gonna be awesome. 
Well, that Dirtbags game, they've got eight players, they lose by two runs. Hanamana mm. is missing uh, three players. We only lost by four, and we were in the, the whole game. Yeah. Um, Battered Bastards, they were missing Liam. Liam wasn't there. Apparently, Liam's uh, appendix burst, or was about to burst, and he like went to the hospital, and they were like, oh, surgery immediately. Yeah. So, it's just... And then this, this craziness that just keeps happening, right? Every weekend is just... Awesome. So yeah, I'm excited for the next two weeks. Is gonna be fantastic for the next two weeks. Yeah. So I'm uh, I'm we did what we what we could do. We yeah. tried our best, and okay. now I'm just I'm can't I can't wait. I can't wait to ump. I can't wait Ooh, to yeah. sit there and watch. Yeah. And Huawa, that is by far my favorite field. I'd rather play there every single week over that Samsung Stadium wow. any day. Okay. It's so nice out there. Yeah. It's gonna be great. There is something nice about not having to play i'd rather have week one off and then play week two than do it in the in the reverse sure. oh absolutely. absolutely but there is something you go and you can just like watch the games yeah. and, and just yeah you know just enjoy um so yeah so anyway i've caught myself a couple times already going it's, oh it's that's not like, and that's exactly what it sounds like too yeah we're just in our apartment i'm minding my own business and then all of a sudden oh <laughs> i i can't say that i'm like would have should have I replay some things in my head, for sure. Especially in that last game, that one ball I could have dove for it and I didn't. Queasley's ball. Yeah, that but one. It, yeah. So I, I replay things like yeah, it still yeah. bothers me a little bit, but right. I'm not gonna let it bother me the fact that I'm right. not gonna enjoy next week. Right. Right. Or two weeks. Yeah. Because it's just gonna be great. It's gonna be good. Can the scorgasms? <laughs> Go undefeated the whole way. Well, we'll get to that one. We'll get to that one. Oh, in a you're bit. okay. Yeah, I want to talk. I want to talk my last point here, and I've been trying to figure out what I'm going to say, kind of all, all week. It's only been two days, but um, the goodbyes and the the goodbye to Jo and the goodbye to um Bolger. Looks like he's leaving, and then I don't know who else is going to be gone. I mean, Kuja's already gone. Um, people are leaving, and uh. J.O.'s, if you weren't there, J.O., there was literally a line of people lined up to give him a hug, to say goodbye. Um, I think J.O. was, was in tears. Mm-hmm. Um, took him a few minutes. Took him, yep. And I was... I was v- very emotional. Mm-hmm. Like, much more emotional than I would have expected to be. I mean, I'm, I don't know. Well, you, you, <laughs> It's J.O. It's like... You don't see that from J.O. very often. Yeah, I guess you it was know, that, yeah. And he he does. He is a great dude. He has a heart. Like, I'm, it makes me water up a little bit right now. Because he is, if you don't know him very well, he can rub you the wrong way. He knows that. <laughs> he knows that we had a long talk after <laughs> Every single person that doesn't know him very well has been rubbed the wrong way. I think the people that do know him well yeah, have been rubbed the wrong way. But he can't rub me the wrong way. We've had our... we've. You were at that Gyeongju tournament. Oh yeah. Him and I in the middle. You were there. Oh yeah. And I Rob walked. Yeah. Oh him man. Him and I had it out. Yeah. Um. But that's on. That's between the lines, and uh, that's just what happens sometimes. Right. We're all grown men. Um. But I love that kid to death, man. And uh, Gonna he's the him. reason. He's the well. He, one of the four reasons. Pam Horn and Dougie and Bolger. One of the four reasons that uh, this thing is. In ten years, yeah, and I gotta say, I've been thinking about it because I was like, I was almost in tears. Like, like I didn't even go into the line to give him a hug because I was like, I can't. If I go over there, I'm gonna start crying. And then, like, 
min one. I'm out here on the field like crying right now. Like, what is this? And I've been trying to figure out like what it was that made me so emotional. And I think part of it is that like, A, you're just kind of like a sap for a moment like that, where it's just like 50 people are, are coming together to, to say goodbye to a person who they find to be very important. But then I also feel like there was something personal for me with J.O. And I feel like what it is, is J.O. drafted me twice. You know, the first year, last year, and then this second year. And then he let me play shortstop. He let me hit in the lineup, you know, wherever. And there's something about a person who says, yes, you like are what you think you are. And I believe that you are what you think you are. So go play shortstop or go hit fifth or go hit sixth. No matter what player or where you are in, 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 on the field or in the lineup, and Yantorn especially is a person that he he believes in you. He believes in the best of your ability, right? When he talks about his players, it's if he can be the person that I know he is, right? Or if she can be the person that I know she is, we're going to win. And that, that, that is like rare for a person to be out there who like actively believes in you and says in this small way. And puts their money where their mouth is. And puts their money where their mouth is. Go stand out there and catch the ball because I know you can. Mm-hmm. I, there's the, That for me was what I think was, I mean, it seems ridiculous because it's softball and, and I paid my money and I, I get to play. I, I take none of this as re- no. Obviously, you can tell by my personality during games and, and when <laughs> that it's serious. Here, it is serious, and you know you, you get you get relationships with people, and mm-hmm. Jo's not an easy one to really get to know for right. a lot of people and get to you know get inside. He has a heart. Yeah, and, absolutely. Uh, he does believe in people, and he. Uh, I mean, I've I, you know he he calls me up. You know, at the beginning of the season for a couple of weeks, we're talking and, and whatever. And it's it, it's always just, I'm going to put him at third base because he can do it. I'm going to put her at catcher because she can do it. I'm going to put 1 to 12 all the way through the lineup. It's like, yeah, I believe in every single one of these people and, and together we will succeed. Which is just, that's cool. That's that's cool to be a part of. And uh, yeah, I'm going to miss him next year. So We are. Yeah. Uh, I, we like I said after that after the whole day was over and we were swimming in the river, him and I had a long <laughs> chat and uh, I told him I said and truthfully I don't know if I could put anyone at one two three or five I was gonna go to top five most memorable people I've ever met in my life. He's oh yeah he's, he's I'm I was struggling to. He might be the most memorable person I've ever met. Yeah, he's he's his stories, his service yes. to his country, his passion for softball, his jackass behavior. And I think it's just awesome. His willingness awesome. to bring new people in mm-hmm. as well. His like I can't believe we're doing this for like ten minutes about Jo, but he deserves it, and yeah. Bolger deserves the same. But Jo's we'll authenticity when he talks right to. Away. Jalen's authenticity when he talks to people or when he talks to new people. I mean, I watched him. He was sitting with uh, Alex Whitson, Richard Whitson, you know, our rookie last week. Sitting there just shooting the shit like, like everybody. This is a rookie. You know, Jalen's leaving in three months. But he's there. He's telling, you know, he's telling the stories and, and he's engaging with Richard. On He's not sitting there talking at Richard, right? He's sitting there engaging Richard in this conversation. And, and he does this with... Every new person that comes in the league, right? If you want to have a conversation with Jo, he's there. He wants to talk to you. 
Um, and and I think that's that's another rare a rare quality, yep. right? I mean, uh, I don't know. All right, <laughs> Sarah, what do you you got any feelings about Jo? Because he he said some kind things to you as well. I think. I just I I can't to describe my. <laughs> to this des- one's to you. <laughs> <laughs> to describe my um, relationship with and feelings about Jo, it's it, I would need a separate podcast. Um, but I think that there have been some, a few moments over the past couple of years that have just um, I'm speechless. <laughs> it's yeah. There's a very special place in my heart for Jo. Wow, <laughs> we got some real emotion going on in here. I uh, we um, I think the three of us have uh, looks like we just put Visine in. <laughs> I didn't expect this to happen. I, I thought I was like I thought well, I was past again. It. He's a memorable dude, and he cares about a lot of shit, and yeah. uh, he cares about it in the right way. Yeah, and uh, I don't know who you're gonna have on for the next two podcasts, but probably should talk. Bulger's not leaving as soon as uh, Jo is, but. Uh, probably need to discuss Bulger's yeah. absolutely love of the game and love of life also because yeah. that dude is fantastic. Yeah. Uh. So Bulger, yeah, potentially leaving as well. Um. And we'll do we'll do the uh, the crying time for Bulger as well. next. Yeah. <laughs> later. Um. But yeah, so it's just sad to see this kind of this kind of turnover at the top. Those people that are leaving that are like this person's never gonna leave. But you he know. he but he wouldn't want us to he wouldn't want us to sit here like he'd want yeah. us to have a party so yeah. let's have a party there let's we go. go there we go let's go all he right would so never want us to get sappy and shit so we'll get we'll get to an ad and then we're gonna come back we've got some Facebook questions for you Robbie you can uh, kind of tell us about the future of the league based on okay. some nonsense from some of the, the <laughs> league love members nonsense that's about my life. <laughs> Tetanus, hookworm, syphilis. These are just a few of the diseases contracted by drunk DSLers every softball season. They didn't ask to be drunk. They didn't ask to lose their brain cells. All they want to do is play some ball and get wasted. For just five cents a day, you can sponsor a DSL player. Your gift includes vaccines, shots, and a portable stomach pump. As one of our heroes, you'll receive slurred voice memos once a month from your DSLer telling you just how much your gift is appreciated. Remember, all it takes is five cents a day, and you could make a once successful adult into a true DSLer. (laughs) All right. Okay, we're Say back. Say everything that you just said again. Okay, wait. We're back with uh, the second section of live Facebook questions for our guest. Um, so, Robbie, I think I'll start with my question. What is the acceptable level of nudity at Hawan Ballpark <laughs> versus Hawan Private Field? Uh, or is there a I think it's the, the ratio of children and Koreans we don't know around. Okay. All For right. one, they don't like the way we have fun to begin with. Right. Full, fully close. Sure, yeah. Right? They're not into and it. And the only thing we do is uh, just our decibel level is a little bit louder. So I don't know if you remember last year at 
Championship Sunday at <laughs> Samsung Auxiliary. Yeah. Yeah. Lacey pulled pulled his pants down or someone pulled his pants down. Let's give him the whatever. benefit here and say that someone else pulled his but pants down. But if you're down. looking around, there's tennis, there's tennis courts right next to us. There's yeah. a bunch of Koreans watching us. There's kids running around all over right. the place. And uh, I told him to pull his pants up. You and told him. I think it was the... Uh, <laughs> you, like, stopped the game. No, That's... the second time I stopped the game. <laughs> because it happened again. And I'm like, dude, this is Chris Hebbs' father-in-law's territory. And Chris had... A, he, the reason we got that field four times last year was because of Hebbs' father. Of Hebbs. Okay. We, this guy's the mayor of that district. We cannot be getting phone calls. Exposing ourselves. To yeah, and yeah. plus... We, we're in the city. There's right. lots of people. So what did around. you say to Dan this week? Let's <laughs> so, move on from last, okay. last, last year. Last year, I, I thought that we'll was a that, reasonable request. We'll put that one given to Given the situation. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so we're... Now, I guess the nickname for it is Hwawan Hidden Field. Hidden right? Field. Because no one's out there. That's now, there are still a few kids running around. Some are too young, thankfully, to even know what that is. Yeah. You know, no. And yeah. some, like the Barry kids, Mike... Chris Berry is a joker to begin with, so he's probably seen some silly stuff. So that's not entirely, it's probably unacceptable, but not entirely unacceptable. So if you saw a big fat ass. Um, Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. So I'm thinking, we're out in the middle of nowhere. So Lacey comes up to me, can I take my pants off today? I'm like, for one, that's a weird question to begin with. Two, I'm like, in the middle of a game. And I'm just like, yeah, sure, take the pants off. And I guess he ran around and told people that I gave him permission. To yes, take he was. His he was running around saying, "I asked like, Rob." This is not okay. the greatest thing. I really need to be announced at Wall One Hidden Field. Um, but I tell you what, there were some, there are some classic pictures of. Who, did uh, you see the one with? Uh, was that Denzel holding his nipples, and then they have the three asses in the background? I don't know. Uh, He's rubbing his nipples yes, or something. That yeah. was funny. I don't know who did yeah. that, but that's Ariella has probably the best one. If you really want to see all the asses, I think Ariella's got the uh, got that one. Uh, I'm not opposed to big moonshot. I'm just opposed to where right. where you do so, it. So before you drop your pants at at Championship Sunday, I guess we're just yeah look around. All right, anyway, that's my first one. Okay, so good. This leads right into my second one. Uh, this is from Richard Garland. Oh, jeez. Uh, all right. Any ideas on a minimum weight requirement? I feel that these thinners are at a disadvantage. <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> you know Richard Garland. Not a small guy. Certainly not going to be confused for a thinner. Categorize this or, or put it in perspective. Is he talking about... Dropping your ass to take a picture? Or no, he's, he's saying for the league. Softball? Yeah, he'd like a minimum weight requirement to the league. None. None. Zero None. pounds. Ask J.O. that same question. See what he says. Okay. Hell no, J.O. likes fat guys on his team. That's true. So. That's true. J.O. Yeah. is a huge fan of the larger individuals. He wants to prove fat guys still got it. <laughs> Everybody welcome. All right. So that's Richard Garland's. Richard, I'm curious what you think the minimum weight requirement should be. Like 250? Everybody's got to put on another 100 pounds? Is that? <laughs> I'm trying. I'm getting there. All <laughs> I've done is drink and eat chicken for like eight months. <laughs> I'm trying to get there. I just, I'm just a little bit slower. Uh, I, I think everyone in the league is, is going to get there. <laughs> so I'm slower. All right. So number two, this is from Corey Baker. Uh, your, your, 
This one's not too bad. Favorite nickname of someone in the league. Corey says his favorite is... Uh, well, I'll tell you Corey's favorite after you. Do you got one? A favorite for somebody in the league? A nickname? Favorite nickname? I'd have to say everyone on my team. Every year I create nicknames for my uh, okay. players. All right. Uh, if you look at... Like, for example, uh, Christina was doing the stats. Yeah. And... Every week when she does the stats and she just happened to be doing it, she has to come up to me and I hand her my book and usually I just give it to her and she walks away. Last Uh week, she remembered that she can't remember. She has no idea who these people are. (laughs) Because like I got Lowell is Sunburn. (laughs) Uh, Right. Peter is Fars. And my probably my favorite is, well, uh, Tori Bulgin, I call her Bulge. Okay. Uh, Nick Pap, I call Pappy. That's my favorite. Uh, yeah, Pappy. I like that one. Pappy. Pappy. All right. Corey's is Timpanzee. Timpanzee. Corey's is uh, Timpanzee for Scott Timpano. Mm-hmm. Who came up with that one? Do we know? know? I don't hear it that much. It's like a it's like a Corey Baker on the podcast thing. Yeah, I think Corey <laughs> I think Baker, Baker came up. made that I like up. That one. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see. We'll do Dustin's last. See, there's something about this accent here. Corey, I don't understand what you mean here, but all right, let me ask. How many low pitches must a coach low pitch before Hallbrick looks up from his phone? (laughs) 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 What the hell happened with the low pitches in Hallbrick? Because he just like lost his mind halfway through the game and was like, everything's a low pitch. He's like, I'm just playing it both ways. It fits around there. It's okay. And I'm like, dude, no, you can't do that anymore. (laughs) You really need to do it. And actually, Tori... Uh-huh. Tori had a rocking freaking hit, and it was taken away because he said it was a low pitch. Uh, do you realize how t- tall Tori is? Yeah, she's, she's like this five tall. Foot. There, yeah. I keep, it's impossible. It'd have to be at her knees to be. <laughs> I, I yelled at her. Like, yes, we know. Just like yeah, you, <laughs> there was lots of yelling back and forth about the low pitches. <laughs> I was so jacked off about that. I'm like, look at her, dude. There's no way that yeah. was. And it was. She's been trying so hard. She went to the batting cages. She just did everything she could to to get ready for Sunday, and so he, this, he took that away from. So her. this will continue. Yeah. This problem for Hallbrick will continue. Fuck that dude. <laughs> <laughs> no right, ride Hallbrick. for you next. So week. Hallbrick, are you gonna be? Are you gonna be out there umpiring again? Um, I thought you did a great job. I thought the pitches were there were a lot of low pitches, and I thought Hallbrick. I thought he was cleaning up the game. Uh, quite frankly, he did wow. after the fourth inning. After people, after the fourth that. inning, yeah. after he got into the yeah, yeah to the battle. And uh, yeah, I don't know who he was texting, but yeah, he had a good time texting <laughs> and umping. I asked him if his muscles helped him text faster. Did you, <laughs> that picture you took a lull catching that one Brandon hit? Oh in yeah, Elfield, did you see? Yeah, Hallbrick standing back. Did you see like, Rachel Berry's comment? Or no, yes. it was uh, yeah. Alicia Burdick's comment. Yes, <laughs> oh. he made it all the way out there to make the call. <laughs> that was pretty. Oh. Cool. Uh, yeah, Halbrick said that's the only place he gets teased for being, like, uh, you know, a gym person. <laughs> so, yeah. All right. Must anyway. be tough. Must be tough. <laughs> Love Johnny, too. All right. Um, see, I can't do this South African accent. Can you how, do how are you, like, reading an accent? What is it? Why it do you says, keep going on and on about accents? It says, in a South African accent, ask this question. Mm. All right. Oh, God. I can't do it. I'm just going to ask Speak African. Why, why is diving back so bad, bro? Bra. Bra. Why is diving back so bad, bra? You're I... Hawaii. You're doing a fake Hawaiian. Oh, okay, yeah. That yeah. sounds like inner city Chicago. All right. So anyway, did you did did Denzel get into a little bit of trouble with diving back? He dove back. <laughs> <laughs>
You can't die. There's was no he, was he out? He was and out. Groba, Groba made the call, and I told Groba an inning later, in between innings, I'm like, if anyone understands, do, I was gonna do say, you remember that? We're going back like two mm-hmm. years. When if Groba anyone knows back. what a dieback is, it's Groba. Yeah. He got called okay, out. So, I called him out. But what, so a lot of people are, are new to a lot of these rules. What is the reason for no sliding and no diving back? It's all about safety. Yeah. That's why the safety plate's there. That's why we have an extra first base. Yeah. We're not, we're drinking all day. And sometimes right. you're playing three games in the sun. I'm, you get a little delirious and sloppy. There have been we some just, concussions in the past, right? There and were. obviously, <laughs> has it helped that much? I mean, if you look <laughs> at last year, jeez, oh man. Yeah. Just people getting worked. But I think we've had a little bit of a better year. I mean, pull calf muscles. Yeah. That's I mean, more that. like muscles. Yeah. yeah. Less, less like... Um, more being old, less... Yeah, getting hit in the face. <laughs> John Buckley just got rocked. Uh, all right. <laughs> so anyway, yeah. Safety. Okay, good. Everything's for safety. All right. Uh, this is from Dan Lacey. Good yeah. year for food in the DSL. Barbecue curry sandwich sandwiches, tacos and root beer. What was your favorite thing to eat on a Sunday? Is this directed at me? For you, yeah. All these are for you. Uh, Subway. Subway sandwiches. You, you're into the Subway. I... I'm not gonna eat it every day, but right. man, when Bubba Bites showed up with Subway, oh, gorgeous! And I just I, the tacos are good too, but after they sit there for a couple hours, I, yeah, you you're know, not, I'm just you're not I could eat I could eat a Subway if it sits there for three hours, and then Maddie Campbell sandwiches, phenomenal, really good. Yeah. That cherry coke though, guys. Yeah, that yeah, cherry the, coke the soda from Bubba's. Oh Bites. my god! And then Christina, uh, it's too healthy. <laughs> You wanna Christine, I love when I cream. your stuff, your Greek yogurt, your go or what goby or whatever it, some of that curry. I don't get it enough. It's just too healthy for too me. Too healthy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Alright. More cream, more Should you just fry more, it all? Yeah, more Could fried. You just drop it all fry in the fryer. Just salami on everything. Alright, here we go. We got one from Chris Queasley here. Who do you put your money on in a big boys of the DSL one hundred meter dash? So we'll go with Richard Garland's minimum weight of, you know, two fifty. To 250. The big boys. I, we could probably Tim, Timpano's not allowed to race in this one. We're going to put... Who, we're gonna who put, are they? We're going to put Timpano plus one. 250? How many people are 250? I don't know. Let's, Let's say 220. Okay, 220. All right, good. I couldn't tell you who weighed 220 versus 250 <laughs> if, if you gave me a scale and three hours to weigh who's, everybody. Who's quick? Who's like surprisingly quick? I'm taking quick. Uh, Sean Prenderville in Ooh. a heartbeat over okay. everybody. Now, that, Sean, if you're listening to this. <laughs> this is I, Richard not, Garland's question. Yeah, so I'm him. not putting you any kind of fat category there at all, brother. Not big boy. All. We're going to say big boy. Sean's a big guy. And that yeah. guy is quick. Yeah. Okay. I don't, I, I'd put... It dep- I'm trying to think. Who else, who else really gets around the bases? Um, I don't know. I honestly don't know. Uh... Corey Baker wouldn't be last. No, you wouldn't put Corey last? Probably no. not. Mm-mm. Probably not. He can move a little bit. He can move. A little bit. A little bit. Sarah's face is just like, what, no. what are you talking about? No. I don't he think I've ever seen him. He barely move out of the chair that he steals from somebody in the middle of the Sunday. Oh, here we go. Sean Prenderville just posted under Queasley's thing that he was told he can't compete because he's not large enough. Bullshit. <laughs> we're lowering the weight limit and we're taking Prendy. As All right, Sean, he's our in. horse. You're in. Okay, um, let's see. Darren Smith says, you shocked the softball world by going out of the box to draft eight rookies. Uh, what surprised you the most about the rookies that you drafted? 
This was, I think this was huge. This was a big surprise. Was it a plan that you had or was it simply just each round was kind of like, oh, look, at this is the guy I want. He happens to be a rookie. I think Sarah mentioned that on one of your very yeah. early podcasts. I draft differently than a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, like I, When I went back and looked at the draft board, I passed on Mondor mm-hmm. to, to get Mike Moore. Mike Moore, yeah. Uh, and the first year I won it, the first year I was a captain was 2013. I had the same thing. I think I had nine rookies. Wow. And, uh, when we have that rookie day and that might've been one of our, that might've been the first rookie day. I just really pay attention and try and go up and talk to people. Like, Mm -hmm. what have you done before? Like I, that those registration forms, I can't take those at face value. Okay. So I got and go out and actually talk to people and, uh, yeah. And we won it first year. We had nine rookies. And uh, I felt confident that it, it – and honestly, uh, we didn't have a full team for five or six weeks. Oh, yeah, you guys – And yeah. I, if we would have been able to gel like we gelled on Sunday, yeah, I, 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 I feel that good things might have happened. I mean, that was the thing with you guys being nine that was so surprising. It was like this isn't really a nine team. It's just that they haven't played together. Yeah. Right? That was kind of the thing that – And uh, – the military guys, you know, you, they just have to work sometimes and they have other obligations and uh, both those guys had families, so yeah. you can't... Things happen, right? Sure. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'm not afraid to go out on a limb and take a risk. Alright, well, let's uh, go with this one. Then this is from Mike Miller. <laughs> During which round is it appropriate to draft Corey Baker? And then, in your opinion, who is the best late round pickup this year in the draft? Who's when the steal? The- who was the best? Uh, Who's the steal, <laughs> and should Corey be drafted before the eighth round? Corey, <laughs> next year or this year or what? Uh, anytime ever. Anytime ever. It's that's that's a relative situation. <laughs> uh, All right, uh, Robbie. You can't gonna... say. I, there, I can't say. He could be fifth. He could be sixth. He could be seventh. And then what was the second part to that? The, the first one was, uh, or the second part is, who's the best late round pick? And then Rachel Berry just jumped in. Who who surprised you um, the most? So what do you think? Who's the best sort of late round steal that's like, wow, man, that's, that guy really... Again, I, I, I wish I had all the names in front of me, but the one that comes to my mind is on Tim Pana's team, that Halicus. Yeah, Halicus. okay. That dude's insane. Yeah. He just transformed, like literally... You should see Sarah's face. She's like, oh, he is insane. <laughs> <laughs> I, we're not talking about looks here, Sarah. We're talking about baseball Sarah's skills. Like, There's something about okay, Sarah, ladies. Am I right? There's something about that dude. He's not even my type. He's got he's the got accent. something weird in he's his got, eyes. Yeah, he's hot. Some sort of voodoo. <laughs> hey, I'm I, if I'm not afraid when a guy's good looking, I'm not afraid You'll to say, say that dude's a good looking dude, man. Plus, he's got the exotic guy. You know, the Aust- he's Australian, the right? I think so. Yeah. <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> he doesn't so have to talk. So, <laughs> Sarah, you're not allowed to go to the championship weekend now. <laughs> so, so Halicast is your pick there. Again, uh, and I'm going to feel really bad if I'm missing someone. I, I can't off the top of my head. I just know that guy is playing lights out. Like, yeah. He is really, really good. I mean, I think those rookies on Scorgasms, I don't know where everybody got drafted, but you got to look at Elliot probably. I would imagine that he was... A little bit later, and if we're um, talking strictly rookies, I, I'm taking my guys. Yeah, over. Hey, Pappy gave you a nine for nine day in the yeah. playoffs. You Pappy. gotta, you gotta say, hey, that's a that was a good pick. And Mike Moore's a, Chris Berry's a rookie, but you know, yep. again, we're talking about. Yep. 
X's and O's. Uh, I'm trying to think of any them. any late round. It's hard oh, to but tell. you're talking late round, late yeah. round. I'm sorry, but it's hard round. to tell because if you're playing well, it's like oh, he must have gone in the sixth. He must have gone. He must have gone early. You know. Um, I'm just looking here. I have a couple names here. Um, How about Stollery this season? He's had a big year for the Bastards. Again, every year. Yeah. Every year that kid gets better. He's had a nice Last year, he nice was clutch in the playoffs. He totally helped us win that thing. Um, I don't know where he was drafted, but he's just a guy that kind of... I, ca- I, I can't remember um, either. Um, I only have I only have the final six teams in so. front of me. Anyway, uh, Jake Charles, I don't know where he went. He's just he had a nice day too. Into the into the season, nice day. Dude just gets better every time so, I see him. Yeah, his yeah. arm, third base, he's locking that down good. Um, so yeah, I can I don't know. Lots of good play, and I gotta I gotta say Richard Whitson. I gotta uh, he was one of he was he was at the tail end I think, but uh, that, there's he, something about him that. He's so positive, yeah. and we really, really needed it on Sunday. And he came through with just a ton of positivity. Uh, and really, I think that energy can kind of keep you in the game when when things are going poorly and your heads the heads are down. And you got a guy over there that's just you come off the field and say, "Hey, man, good work. You got it. Keep going. Let's go." Tell me, you would not like to meet his family? Oh, he's an interesting dude, and uh, just yeah. every week got better and was hitting better. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, unfortunately, he had to play center field, which you know he's he's had an awesome couple games at second base when he got the opportunity, and that's. I like his warm up death sprint. He just. He has this like. He's just an interesting he just, dude. Like, goes that, to side and he just runs as fast as he can. He Very was intense. just good to play with and super positive and got better and. And Denzel. Oh, and Denzel. Denzel yeah. back. You gotta love Denzel. He's a real gem. You gotta love Denzel. I hang out. I hang out with him in like ten minute pockets. I think everyone in the league hangs out with him in ten minute pockets. He just rolls around. And I just does... want to spend like two hours with that guy downtown one night. He's... But I don't think he can. Yeah, he's gonna. I honestly don't gotta think talk he to can. The ADHD, seriously. <laughs> that guy gets he, around. He's and had again, a great season. In a great one. Oh, I love that guy. He's so happy. He just makes me smile every time I see him. So he's a good one. So lots of awesome people joining the league this year. Lots of people taking it to the next level. Right. Totally. All right, we're going to get a little serious here. Um, this is from... Oh, I'm going to mess this up. I know how to say it, but I don't... I'm going to mess it up. Frankie. Frankie? Stevens? Stevens. Mm. Okay. She wants to know about the rules regarding women. Why are their quotas limiting the number of female players, and why is the team so heavily penalized if one is missing? What is the motivation behind the rules? This one's interesting because I think this is the... This honestly, is the issue of the day in the DSL is is honestly the the female players and yeah and then if you I don't know if you saw a couple of posts you had uh, Rachel commenting about female coaches yeah and then uh, Jenna mm-hmm. again butchering that one Perea yeah that Dustin picked yep, up yep 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 awesome player yep um, asking about female coaches and to be honest with you, I don't know the easiest answer would be inclusion. Uh, Okay. Because I didn't start, you know, you'd have to talk to those four people. So these rules go way back to the beginning of the league. Yeah, wait. And um, just the girls being around, and some of the girls don't like the way things happen. Some are very happy with the way that it works out for them. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't think there's any easy way to deal with it because we have so many skill levels, right? Mm -hmm. Um, 
but inclusion. Like, I cannot imagine this league without the girls around. I cannot either. So let me pose you this question. Why not four or five per team? It, oof, I, I don't know. I, it's going to come down to num. I, honestly, I don't know. I, I don't have an answer to that I question. I mean, have you played in co-ed leagues in the past? And it, it, I have. And when you do, generally it's split. It's even. Right. I have never. So this is, it's a bit, um, I mean, it's just a weird, it's a weird thing. It's like any of 80 rules in the DSL. It's like, oh, <laughs> this is the league that has this rule, right? That has three female players. Um, so anyway, yeah, I, I would I would play on a team with four. I mean, I'm not going to oh. throw up my hands and go, I'm done, I'm finished with this shit. Um, um, I would absolutely play for a female coach. I would love That's to see a female coach. That's what makes our league unique. Yeah. Is, again... The skill level. Mm. We don't care. Yeah. We just want to have a good time. And right. you tell me you're not cheering for everyone on your team, doesn't matter what their skill level is. Yeah. You're you just love the potential. Yeah. Um I I I, I don't have there's no answer to that one really. And uh, it's we can revisit it for girls possibly. Okay. Uh, anyway, uh, I don't know. So if you have suggestions for the female Situation in terms of the quota, and then in terms of like if a, if a girl is not there, then another girl has to bat twice. Um, that's or, that. That is one thing that I'm done this year. This is my last year. I'm going to play next year, but I'm okay. done as a, as a captain. Um, but wow. that is All right, breaking news here on the on the podcast. Rather. No, I don't think it's breaking. Okay. I think All it's right. kind of been around. Maybe. Uh, yeah. Anyway, um, the the batting two girls thing is uh-huh. probably going to be discussed in the off season because uh, like Jenna, yeah, Frankie, batting twice. Okay, so uh, here we go. You just get rid of the rule. You just say if you got two girls, they just go in the lineup and they hit. Yeah, I, I don't know. If I you mean, sit around a table with ten captains, you're going to hear a <laughs> lot of stuff. Uh, so that some people brought that up this year, and that's going to be one of the things discussed. Okay, in the off season, I, I would imagine. So there we go. Anyway, I don't know. Just maybe if. If you have, I don't know if this is something I should do or not, but maybe if you have some suggestions, throw them, throw them out there. I don't know. Oh, any anybody can throw them on there. Yeah. Don't, don't be disappointed if they don't happen. We're gonna listen to everything. But well, we, the move, the the league moves very slowly, right? The league tends to move. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, but we, some of these rules people think are so stupid, but there's been a lot of thought, sure, and conversation put into them. And yeah. ten, 10 years of playing that yeah. have, and this is not. Yeah. This is not an ASA league. This is not right. a, a regulated league. We're right. just trying to do things to make everything fun and fair for everybody. Right. That's the that's the bottom line. And yeah, some people disagree yep. here and there. We disagree around a table. We got to vote for this stuff. And we sure. got 10 captains, right? And a 5-5 vote, what do you do then? You got to re-vote. Um, it's not easy, but we want... It's all in the best interest of everybody, and it doesn't seem like that maybe sometimes with these rules, but that's all we're trying to do. And I think that that's what's important is that there are people thinking very hard and working very hard. Yeah, you have no idea. <laughs> this is a beer, like, the best beer league, softball league ever, um, and man, the debates get heated. Sure. Sure. About everything, rules, right. anything. Yeah, you'd be surprised how much people these ten guys care about this thing. So, anyway, I don't know. I think it's a, a question that will. It's a great question. Go on. There's no. Yeah, it right. will go on, and there's no answer. Um. I 
have a question for Robbie. Okay. All because right. I have, that's the first time I've heard you say that you are not going to come back as a captain. I've heard other people say that. So, in light of that, I have several questions for you. My first, now your, um, your season is done, and you mentioned your draft strategy and how unique it is. So, you had a vision when you were drafting that team. Where did the team fall in relation to that vision? Did it did it play? Did it pan out the way you thought it would? Did it, you mentioned that you felt like you had, didn't have the opportunity to gel due to you know circumstances beyond your control? But no, that, you know, obviously my vision is to put my team's name on that cup. <laughs> well, yeah, but but, uh, but if so you, yeah, we fell short. Uh, but I understand your question. I, I get what you're saying. Um, I I knew. When people fill out those forms at the beginning of the year, they say, "Are you going to miss a day? Tell me what days you're going to miss." Mm-hmm. We had a con- we had a few unexpected absences. Mm-hmm. Uh, for example, Mike Moore in the military um, went home for for personal reasons on leave, and he takes a military flight back. And it's not in Asiana; it's not a Korean Air where you book the flight and you're guaranteed. It's seats available. Uh-huh. So he was supposed to be back for one of our games. And this is, I'm not saying that's, but he, the seat, they changed it. The, yeah. the military changed it. So someone else had a higher priority to get them back to Korea for whatever reason. He got bumped. Okay. Um, so we had some of those issues. Just uh, the basic thing was some unexpected absences. Mm-hmm. You love that. <laughs> I know, Sarah. That, you were getting at that. You, see, I think she likes to talk about this more than she leads on. Um, I like to get Zach all worked up. I think kept us from the cohesion that we felt on Sunday. Man, what we felt on Sunday, if we could have had that two weeks ago, I... So would you say... I, I could picture us... Yeah, drinking beer out of the cup again. So let me so let me rephrase the question then. Barring extenuating circumstances, would you say that your draft plan would have worked perfectly? I, like you were totally. you were getting what you wanted, I, I, and you would have gotten that it. We had had a very legitimate chance to win the cup again. Okay, so your 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 captaincy is is over. Mm. What's the draft strategy? What are the Robbie secrets? Oh boy. It's not really a secret. It's really just pain. I can't give it up because if I get bored next year, <laughs> might uh, be back. I might be back. This would be. Uh, that's what be I thought. Thing. I knew that this is what. As soon as you hold his little feet to the fire and say, "All right, give up your secrets," well, whoa, 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 I'm taking a year I off. I get it. I get it. I'm Maybe. on sabbatical. Maybe people have people have gone and come back, right? I mean, you. Oh yeah. 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 So I, I'm never. I need a break. <laughs> guaranteed next year. Um, after okay. that, I don't know. We'll see. Um, but I. So that strategy goes with you. I will tell you this. I like personalities. Okay. Whereas some people don't. Um, some people just say, I don't like that guy. I'm not drafting him. Uh-huh. I don't like that person. I'm not drafting him. I don't like that girl. I'm not drafting him. I don't do that. I refuse. You're taking the player. I've had a, yeah. Well, I was a guidance counselor and a community counselor back in the day. I can deal with, uh, you know. A little bit. Not of... even deal with. I can just. I like <clears throat> different kinds of personalities. Okay. Um, so as far as like people, I, I feel very confident that I could take any group of people and put them together and make it work. 
Wow. Wow. That's, that's my, interesting. That I'll give you that much. The rest of it, I'm not going to say anything. That's really interesting because you wonder how much, in a situation where you only play 10 games and you're only together for 10 games, how much a coach's personality or, or ability to get his team to gel, how much does that play into how your season's going to go and your playoffs will go? Would you, would you say that this is part of your success, your ability to manage 12 people? 2013 was uh, my 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 strategy, my theory, my philosophy on how to do things. Uh huh. It worked. Yeah. Twelve. Or and nine, I heard that you won rookies. the flag football league as well. Mm-hmm. Going back. Yeah, first so. year there. So. <laughs> all right, all right. Very interesting. I so, don't see how that's that's not really a strategy you can steal either, right? Like you can't just become a person who can do these things, can you? I think you can. I think you can. I, I just you got to be open okay. and uh, understanding. Not that people aren't. I, I maybe I don't know. That's just that's the biggest one I can say. I, I'm wow. not afraid to take people and put them together, and and that's maybe why because you've said it on your podcast. Mm-hmm. Weasley said it on hers. Boulders and Beatty's said it on theirs. Cues always have a slow start. Uh-huh. We start off slow, and yeah. uh, I sit and I observe. I'm, I don't want to jump in right away and start. Uh-huh. It takes a little time to figure things out, and I don't want to like overdo it or overanalyze. Just let people do what they can do. Well, wow. That's interesting that you say that because um, you had the longest time between draft picks. Yes, I did. Of all of the coaches. And I think you were by far the quietest um, of the uh, coaches in there. So so that being said, that means there will probably be another rookie coach next year. Yeah. And this, you might, it was very close to uh, Christina this year. Very, very close until J.O. came back. Okay, so, so the, do you... The question uh, of the girls there uh, next year could be the year. Do you have any... What's your you do one distilled piece of, of Robbie advice for a rookie coach? Don't be afraid to get a bunch of weirdos together in a room. <laughs> no, no, that wouldn't be it at all. <laughs> get in the league, take advice from the people that have been there for a while, and don't be afraid to... There's no tro- tam- toe tramping. Like, I think some of these guys feel like Okay, Rob does this, Corey does this, uh, J.O. does this, and Timpano does this. Uh, if I do it first, it's going to piss somebody off. Okay. No one cares who gets it done first. If you find a field first, do it. If you have a better idea, do it. No one cares. All right. Mm. It's hard enough as it is. If you step up and just go for it, that's oh, that's the only thing we all care about. No, wow. there's no, no one's tramping on anybody's toes. Okay. Ever. So if you just... Ever. If you just do, do it. Just show up, and if you have a better idea than somebody else, say it. If you can do something better than somebody else, do it. No one cares. All it's right. hard enough as it well, is. Well, it sounds like there probably will be a couple of rookie coaches next year, so it'll be interesting to yeah, see. Yeah, we've who, already got some people in mind. I'm not going to... That's, who that's not my place be. to say right oh, now. Yeah. Right. If you're out there, maybe it's you. Yeah, right. some, people, some people listen already know who they are, so... All right. Um, okay, so let's see. That one... That was a good one. That was a good one. Uh, let's end on... There's there's so many questions here, and I feel like I, uh, I have to apologize if I miss yours. Uh, but let me give you Dustin's to end the segment. Uh, here's Dustin's. Why is your team name so dumb? 
<laughs> Dawson is awesome, man. <laughs> Him and I, like, we have a history. We get in, you know, we piss each other off a little bit once in a while. But, man, that guy is an MVP captain for sure. He came in last year, and I, I can't stand up for that guy anymore. I can't, although we go back and forth. On it. Okay, so, so does he, anyone know the history of this? He says it's absolutely the dumbest name ever. I did get the history of it, but why don't you go ahead and, and uh, share the history of your team name. Your team okay, name sure. the Qs. Okay. So it started with flag football. So me, myself, Adam Beatty, uh, Daniel Jackson, and Aaron LaForest, Moose. If you anyone remembers Moose, Derek's the, uh, the Holy Grill. Okay. If anyone remembers this. Okay, so we uh, were... The inception of the flag football league, we, we got it rolling right to the bitter end. We're ready to go, get this thing rolling, get it on Facebook, get people signed up. And we're just butt crack wasted at the Holy Grill one night, <laughs> four of us. And we start talking about team names. And honestly, I can't remember. Someone, you know, just throwing out team names and I'm like having a conversation. And I'm like, fuck you. And someone said, bet you won't name your team that. And I'm like, <laughs> you know, when you're just totally hammered. Bet you I will. Bet you won't. Bet you will. So I did. Okay. So my team name was Fuck You. <laughs> Literally, capital F, small A, big Q. That was my football team name. And we won the championship the first year. Uh-huh. Uh, so that was 2012. And then I was accepted into the softball league. And... Bet you won't name your team that again. <laughs> I'm like, I bet you I will. I was sober this time. And so it was fuck you too. So if you ever saw my old jersey, yeah, it's, that was the, the... it's the big Q. Uh-huh. And uh, with an F-A, little tiny in the middle, and a two uh-huh. squared. And I don't know if you ever saw the thing. Yes, People think like it's a... like a guitar plug. Yeah, it looks it's like not. a plug. It's yeah. a middle finger. Yeah, it's a middle finger. A yeah. very no, subtle it's... one. No, I know. I knew yeah. it was Oh, you knew finger. that? Okay. Yeah. Because uh, a couple guys on my team were like, oh, I thought that was the amp for the thing. I'm like, no, it's a real subtle middle finger. Um, so 2013, Fuck You 2 won the DSL championship. Uh, and this is when Bulger and Beatty had their podcast going pretty heavy. Uh-huh. And they did not like to say that on the air. And I totally understood. So then that was enough of the fuck you stuff. So then it just went to the cues. To the cues. And I kept the middle finger because I thought that was kind of cool. <laughs> yeah, I like. You can it. walk around with the middle finger and no one knows I it. I liked it. Right? Yeah. So that that's that. That's why. Uh, so fuck you, Dustin. It's awesome. There we go. All right. Uh, I do got to do one more. I got to do one more here. Mike Fitzgerald has got one for you. Uh, in a movie chronicling the emergence of the DSL as the premier sports league in Korea, what is the title and who plays you? Nikes. The title of the yeah, movie. Yeah, we're gonna make a movie about the DSL. What's the what's the title? DSL. Just DSL. Okay. DSL. Very good. Yeah. That's the title. <laughs> and who plays me? I've had like four people. Marie Johnson says Alan Alda. Ooh, very like I young. Am, no, present day. Present day. <laughs> <laughs> present day. Alright, who do you think? Who do you think would play you in the movie? Um, some Korean people have come up to me and told me I look like... Don't say Brad Pitt, because that's no, what they, no, they say everybody. Steve Jobs, if he was alive. Steve Jobs. He would play me. Wow. 
Interesting. Tunde and I, we were looking for fields one day. We were just driving around all day looking for new fields. And l- literally on that drive, two or three times, we were just walking. Oh, There's a bunch man. of people playing, and I'm walking down the stairs, and people were, Steve Jobs. Uh, Steve Jobs. I'm like, what in the hell are you talking about? That's great. Uh, but that wouldn't happen. Or Ryan uh, Gosling, someone else said. <laughs> I, I, Was that your wife? <laughs> huh? Did your wife say that? No, these are green people. No, she's green. But, uh, <laughs> no, she's probably... I'm more like uh, Adam Sandler. No, no, he's too handsome. <laughs> what did people used to say to me? When I first came over here, the students was it the students? People used to say Nicolas Cage to me. They all oh, teacher Nicolas Cage. I and see they, that. Show I, the picture or whatever. I, Is this you, teacher? I get that. Yeah. Yeah, I see that. So there we go. All right. So the DSL movie. Um, <laughs> that's it. It's just called DSL. BSL. 10 years of excellence. Mm. 11 years of excellence. Yeah, yeah. However many. Keep it simple. However many it lasts. And then you can play with the acronym and all that stuff. It's all good. <laughs> all right. Uh, so I think for the questions, there are... <laughs> oh, you got it. They just keep coming. I, I have to ask you this one. This one is from Murray. Why? Oh, oh that jerk. It, why, I... why do you lose your batting gloves so often? And what's that sound when you bend down to stretch before hitting? <laughs> this guy is a piece of work oh man that was a good little bit of that game he always has some dig on me oh i hit two home runs at samsung auxiliary one day and he to this day he's always every time we play he wants to check the softball because he swears <laughs> i threw in some like 54 core softball <laughs> to hit this home run right Oh, that's amazing. I've heard him yeah, mention yeah. this like probably uh, 10 times. Yeah, and you're like, not you the check other way. It'll, it'll just yell it out from anywhere. <laughs> He's always digging on me. All right, so let's end it with Murray. More questions are coming here. Hopefully... I'll I want to sh- ask him a question. Murray, why do you swim in a river in full uniform? We're talking... Did did you hear about this? Uh, yeah, was he full, fully... Fully clothed. Socks and... Spikes. He might have been... He might have had the right oh, idea, though. He had his cleats on. Yeah, he might have. Ask Wall. <laughs> <laughs> Lowell got a fish hook in the foot. Lowell had a tetanus shot yesterday <laughs> as a precaution. <laughs> oh, that's good. Yeah. Oh. That was a great last week. I so. can't tell you. If you weren't there. Can you get you into the river it. from where we're going? Is there going to be more river swimming? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, so, absolutely. I don't know. Bring your swimsuit, I guess. Bring your swimsuit. Yeah, no water. No, just walk in in your cleats. Oh, yeah. Very, just wear your jersey style. and your cleats and mm. shit. That'll be good, too. Mm. All right. And uh, purchase the product uh, that you're going to hear this. Oh yeah, we're gonna get another ad coming up that we'll talk very, about. Very good product. One of our, you might wanna, one of our many sponsors. <laughs> yeah, you might want to start saving some money for this. All one. right, so we're from our sponsor, and then preview of Championship Week. Bum bum bum. Are your eyes scarring on Sundays? Have you seen things you can never unsee? Prevent unnecessary future nightmares and unwanted erections with Mood Blocker sunglasses. Mood blockers protect your mind's eye from the harmful soul-scarring images most associated with DSL Sunday. The secret is specially coated black lenses that block 99% of incoming light, thereby protecting you from witnessing the effects of decades of Korean beer and fried chicken. Mood blockers sunglasses, because sometimes not seeing everything is better than seeing anything. The last two weeks of softball have been amazing. Two of the best weeks in the last three years that I remember, for sure. 
I'm hoping that Championship Sunday can equal those two weeks. I think it will. I think it's going to be a, a beautiful day of softball. Yes, I'm very excited. So I'm let's, so excited. Are you excited? Yes, because I can feel that I'm going to be able to watch a lot of softball. Yeah. I can feel it. Oh, yeah, because I won't be playing. I won't be warming up. I won't be... Yeah, uh, we're probably going to go, you know, on the early side. I won't so. be in the field or in the in the weeds, like, throwing my glove and my hat after the game either. Um, all right, so let's talk... First off, it's at Juan Juan Ballpark, so I think the biggest thing probably is power. Absences. <laughs> God damn it. I hope that the people are there. Uh, all right. So I think the biggest thing probably for this park is going to be the power and how much it comes into play. Ruben. Yeah. How many home runs can Ruben hit? Um, how many home runs can Brandon hit? How many home runs can everybody else hit? Quinn Walker. Is Quinn Walker going to go deep again? I mean, is it going to be hot like it was and the wind blowing out? Or is it going to be, you know, a different kind of scenario? So first game, um, Sons of Pitches at Bad News Beers. What is this? Four versus five, I think. Four versus five. Um, but they lost to Bad News Beers. Who did? Sons, Sons of Pitches? pitches. Okay. Right? Isn't that right? I believe that that's correct. Um, yeah. yeah, I had I talked to a, a member of Sons of Pitches the okay. other day, and he did not want to play Bad News Beers again. Oh, really? Yeah, he was hoping for a different outcome. Okay. Um, to not play the Bad News Beers Yeah, again, yeah. Because they already lost to the Bad News Beers. I think so. Um, I'm not going to say who it was because I'm not 100% sure that that's what he said. But oh, okay. I think right. that's you may, what he You said. may be misquoting a person and you don't want to name them. Sometimes when people are talking to me, I don't listen. Okay. So awesome. Who Great. knows? All right. Same thing. So. <laughs> See, Robin. Oh, wait a minute. Thing. You were completely wrong. Sons of Pitches beat Bad News Beers 15 to 14. Okay. Week so. nine at Hallmark Ballpark. That's who they walked okay, off against. Okay, wait. Rematch. Wait. Yes. Okay. That, so that's not what he said. I now okay. remember what he said what in light of the facts that I've just learned. Yeah. Um, he said that that is what they were hoping for. <laughs> <laughs> so you had it 100% wrong. You know what? Maybe this conversation didn't even take place. Let's move on. <laughs> okay. So, uh, so Sons of Pitches did beat them. It took the walk off to do it. Um, Robbie, what do you think in the rematch here? I'm I mean, they're, rematch, they're playing back-to-back, basically. Yeah. Right? I mean, three weeks off in between, but... I'm loving everything. I, I can't predict... Yeah, this is a tough one. It's I mean, last time was just completely dead even. Well, let me ask you guys this: as seasoned ball players, both of you, what does that do to you mentally if you're on the bad news beers, same field? Uh, I think you just say like, forget about that. We, that, but you, yes, of course you do. But do you? We can beat them. Oh yeah, absolutely. I think you just go. We can beat these guys. So that's not a thing. You know, that's if, not going to be a thing. If we had gotten to play batter bastards or hit squad again, that would have been my thing. It would have just been like, whiff. We got this. We can beat these guys. It's just, you know, be on the right side of the, the score when the game ends. You mm. got, you got Quinn Walker. Yep. And Nudio. With a walk off, home run, jacked, and then you got Ruben, who can jack left handed. Yeah. I mean, you know what I'm excited about in this one? Playoff Nudio. What happened? What does playoff Nudio look like? Because he looks like playoff player every single week. So what does it look like? If you look down these rosters, you are you seeing an even? I'm seeing that it's going to be the. If you're not there to watch the ten o'clock game, you're garbage. You're turn garbage. your jersey in. You're garbage. <laughs> turn your yeah, jersey yeah, in. you're garbage. Uh, <laughs> 
This is gonna be a day. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm not even gonna pick a winner. I'm just gonna say a good game. It's gonna be a great game landing. And come down to. What do you think it's gonna come down to? What do you say? What does the end of this game look like? I think it's gonna come down to the fact that Scott Timpano has to sit the first inning. Scott Timpano has to sit the first inning. He has to sit the first inning for the rest of the year. <laughs> Why? Uh, because he picked up. Uh, who did he pick up? Darmore. Darmore. So Timpano has to sit the first inning, every game from here on out. I didn't know that. Oh, you didn't know that? No, I didn't know that. I that that's what was voted on. I was not in favor of it. I voted it down. Man, I thought it was kind of harsh. Um, oh. Take advantage, I guess. Yeah, yeah, it was a big one. So uh, that that literally could be the situation. But I tell you what, if they get through that first inning, you got a serious game on your hands. Yeah, and can the people that are hitting in front of Ruben get on base? Because I know he's hit a lot of home runs, but I feel like maybe I'm wrong because I think he did have a grand slam. But I feel like sometimes you know, you want three people on base when Ruben's up every single time. Scotty's a he's a master of a lineup, so I think he uh, he's gonna make, make he's gonna work. make he's gonna make it happen, and he's gonna he knows the situation he's in, so he he'll make a lineup that's gonna make it competitive right. for sure. Good. So that one I expect to be a good game. Battered bastards at all balls is game two. Battered bastards is coming off of their walk off victory again, two weeks in a row with walk off victories. Um, Darren Smith. Uh, ended the game with a single, uh, scoring Queasley last week, versus the All Balls, who will be without Jay Riley, but have added Eric Nash. Mm. So Eric Nash is returning. Uh, I've heard that he's going to play maybe third base even. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see what level he is. Do you think that he's the difference in that game? Could be. Uh... Not, well, Nash on the field always is a positive thing. And depending uh, on that leg, right? Depending on where his leg is at. Third base, left-handed third baseman is obviously not your optimal situation. It's not ideal, but I would say that his arm strength is enough that he can kind of make up for the... Yeah, and at the very least, he's going to knock every single thing that oh, comes yeah. at him. So yeah, uh, even if you get a single out of it, that's that, that could be a win in a lot of situations. Sure, and you wonder maybe then if... Um, the dink, the dink hits become something against that. But, I mean, Aldred's playing shortstop, and Aldred has range that's yeah. absurd. So And Aldred can easily blast a couple out of there that yep. day. So, looking at home runs, maybe Jay Schick uh, gets on it again. Yeah, um, I tell you, he uh, self-proclaimed MVP all-star, right? <laughs> uh, he's been up and down. Well, this is one of the things that I really love about about the DSL. I was, I was saying this to somebody that, like, I think these military guys are really, really, really good. And they play at a really high level when they play, you know, in those tournaments. But there's something about coming in here that, like, that advantage almost goes away a little bit. There's none of them that have jumped out and and had a season that's like, holy shit, we've found this this professional softball player. Um, it just takes a while to get, to get used to the league and to adjust to the... I don't know what. I don't know what you're adjusting to. Um, but I do think that that's a thing. I think that people need some time to kind of to kind of break in a little bit. Um, so I, I totally agree. Once you get comfortable, 
Yeah. You're nervous around these people. Are you nervous? Is that is it nerves? When people, I, I, what else would it be like when new people come into the league? Yeah. Maybe athletically talented to the hilt, mm-hmm. but you got girls playing, you got guys playing, you got every skill level. You don't sure. know a bunch of these people. Sure. Uh, we're we're so many different personalities. You don't right. know who to hang out with. Okay. But once you finally get comfortable and realize that all these people are awesome uh-huh. in so many different regards, that's when people get better. When they feel when at they home. Feel good. They when feel they feel at home. When they feel like I'm coming back next year and I know these are all my friends, I can it doesn't matter what I do. Right. I'm gonna be awesome and people blossom. Um That's that's a that's a good way to put it, I think. I was also thinking like the fields have a little something to do with it because I think <laughs> a lot of people, to. a lot of people come in and they're, you know, especially really good players. They're just like, man, I played, you know, when I was playing a double A, the field was this and that. <laughs> just like, I think oh, that, welcome to Huawan Hidden Field. <laughs> Enjoy, you know, and that. I think it makes you better. Honestly, oh, yeah. when, we, when we have these tournaments and we play these military guys, like they're playing on clean hops all the time, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. yeah. And they come out and they got to play on our turf. Oh, you gotta, uh, you gotta adjust. We got an edge. You gotta adjust. We have an edge. There's a, there's a, <laughs> there's a lot more like stabbing in the DSL, yeah. right? Like if you get, if you get set and everything's perfect, <laughs> you tend to get those wild bounces. You just, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I think your reaction time's better. Yeah. You, you know, that's, that's all, uh, so, synapses and stuff. All right. So there we go. So maybe, um, we'll see. I mean, I think that this one is an awesome game as well. Mm-hmm. I think that. In that game last weekend, two weeks ago, Queasley, Smith, and Brandon Brown finally gave that core like what, what people thought it was when they saw it on paper after the draft. Mm-hmm. I think early in the season, it was kind of like, man, where are these guys at? Um, but then the last couple weeks, it's just been like, they're always on base. They're always scoring runs. Darren is tripling, it feels like, every at-bat. Brandon's homering every other at-bat. Uh, they're getting great. Steckle is back. In a big way. Stecco looks... He is playing some serious first base. He looks mighty again. He looks mighty again. Uh, last year, just... It, it, I don't know. There's something about last year, but this year, just just huge. And um, Dustin, you talk about a little personality change. Oh, yeah? Dustin is more serious this year. Oh, yeah, I would say He's so. He's taking this a lot more serious. So, uh, not that he didn't in the past, but you can see it in his face. You can see it in his eyes. You can see it in his conversation. You can see it in his total demeanor yeah. overall. yeah. This guy is, uh, he wants to win it. Uh, I agree. This and is going to be a great game. And I think, uh, talking about playoff personality, Adam, playoff Adam, got to be one of the best. He's awesome. Man. Right? Like, uh, you, as long as you can maintain uh, the positivity, that guy is I, the grandest. He just, he could go four for four with four home runs, I think. I mean, yeah. He just has and that. You, you got Brandon Brown versus Adam Aldridge. It, it, at the top. Yeah. You're looking at top tier talent. That's a good show. Going back and forth. I and hope. then the supporting cast. I mean, gee, Blakeney can crush Jamie Cairns if he, his arms are right. Perfect third base. Connery is always good. Uh, Jay steps up. Nash is back. I li- I, both the teams. Both the teams you got to like. Um, I would give, Please, uh, maybe give the edge to the all balls. I think. I mean, I don't, I don't know. know. Darren don't know. Smith, Dave Lyons killed it last week. Queasley. I think uh, maybe the maybe the the good showdown Steph- in this one will be the shortstops. Brandon, Brandon, and Adam at short. Um, and that's the one thing. Brandon was moving himself quite a bit this year, and I think if I remember correctly, they they maintained positions pretty much all day on Sunday. 
I think wrong? they did. No, I think that they were and they that, were set. That's important. So we'll see. And I imagine that Liam will probably still be out if he had uh, appendix. It depends removal. on how bad it was. It's uh, not a serious surgery. So but we'll depends. see. Because um, there's a couple weeks to go. So anyway, I think awesome, awesome game there. I would give slight edge to the all balls. Um, but I think the batter bastards beat them already. So you just don't know. All right. And then Scorgasms feel the drunks. Are we looking at a Scorgasms feel the drunks final, do you think? Or do you think that one of these other teams gets hot? And... Oh, what do you think? Gee, uh, it's so hard. Corey's team is just so consistent. Yeah. Solid all the way down. I mean, Whitaker always is gold. Greener is playing shortstop lights out. Oh yeah, like it's He's amazing. He doesn't make mistakes. I I made him make a mistake this year, and uh, you feel good about that? I was not like I don't want him. I'm just. It was it was maybe the only one. <laughs> maybe the only one. Uh, I don't know. And then DeLapez and Andrew. Oh, Andy Frank. Andrew, Andy Frank. I hope Andy's there because I would say that Andy gives them that power edge back. Because you kind of look at their lineup and you wonder if anybody can, if it starts to be a home run day, can anybody on that team other than Whitaker do it? And yeah. I would say Andy's the guy that will even it up. I've mm. seen him hit some bombs um, when he played with us. So interesting so he'll be an interesting person hopefully he's there i mean he's missed a couple games and always busy and you never know um but if he's there definitely gives them that that slight edge in the power department what about field of drunks what do you think you think that they're gonna be in the championship game and and rolling through i mean if you look at it uh, it's unbelievable yeah i mean all these teams are unbelievable <laughs> chris hebbs hit one out at wawan can he do it again you got Beatty now who can is kyle do it Kyle is MVP caliber every year. Gask, I mean, look, at that. You, have, you have two kind of luck continue two there. Two possible MVPs, which I'm sure both of them will be voted for. Uh, Dougie. And then Beatty. What do you think about adding Beatty to the mix? He, I, I talked to him the other day. He wasn't happy with his bat, but man, he played some great defense. I cracked one at Hall one. Yeah. Over his head, and he turned around and ran for it and grabbed There's it. another guy that. Um, was it two years ago when he when uh, Master Batters? I think it was two years ago when Master Batters just went nuts in the playoff and they won three games the first day, and then he and he was just huge. He was just crazy on playoffs on that. He and he's a guy that that plays like rover. You can put him at rover, but then he'll be on the infield. He'll be at the wall. Like he will be everywhere, and uh, and then Master Batters' run ended when he pulled a muscle. I think, and then that was that was it. He was. That team was on his back. And he doesn't stop. Yeah. If he's going out there, he's going out there for so, 120%. And then Malaski blasting it up the middle. And then Palmer is playing. That shortstop position, right? You wonder, huge like. Huge stop. But he's doing like, it. We've never. that Palmer's best year, in my opinion. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. He's. Stoddard playing better. Mike. I mean. Yeah. I mean. I, I can't predict anything. You're not, not going to make any predictions. I can <laughs> I cannot wait to sit Give me a winner. Him. You want to give me a winner? Sarah, you want to give I, me a, a champion? Who's going to win the championship? Not. The team that is going to win the championship is going to be Field of Drunks. Wow. She just came in and just laid yeah. it out. That's it. All right. I consulted. I like the storylines that are going on here as well. 
Right? You got some good ones. Corey. Has Corey ever won a championship? No. No. So you got Corey with his best chance, probably ever. I mean, he's undefeated to win a championship. You got the rookie manager, Hebs, right, coming in. Um, can he win one? Scotty's never won one. Can he win one? Um, Bill's the only one. Can Can Brandon carry his team? I, I just like it. Is this new Dustin gonna, you know, this new more serious Dustin gonna take him to the championship? Uh, I like a lot of the things that are that are going on there. You know, just just good stories everywhere. Oh, Wait till you see the new cup. Oh, there's a new cup. Yeah. Wow. So I last cups. year I was walking home. No, I was walking to a taxi, I got in a taxi, I got out of a taxi, and I dropped the cup, and it rolled like halfway down the street, <laughs> pieces started falling oh, no. all over the place. I was ham-basted. Uh, <laughs> and uh, I tried to glue it back on, and then I dropped it again, and it <laughs> fell off again, so Bulger said, uh, I'm going to take this and uh, do something with this. So the cup this year is going to be much better. The old cup had only the year and the captain name. Which was a disservice. Uh huh. Okay. To, to all the players. To your teammates, okay. right? So Bulger had a great idea to do it like the Stanley Cup. Every single player's name is on How there. How big is this cup gonna be? It, it's the same cup. Okay. It's the same thing. Everyone's gonna drink out of okay. it. But now it's a it's a two tiered, uh, what do you call that square? Like a base. The base yeah. is. Or... It's a hmm. a smaller square. I'm not talking. Yeah. I don't know. And then, anyway, it's two-tiered. Yeah. It's going to have everyone. It's going to be great. Oh, it's man. It's going to be great. It's going to be really So there's great. a beautiful story. Like, get your name on this cup. Yeah. Wow. Your wow. name will be on there. Everyone's name since 2009 will be on that, baby. Wow. Yeah. Bulger, great idea. That's awesome. That's yeah, fantastic. It is awesome. It's oh. the way it should have been. It's the way it should have been from the start. Uh, but I think they found that thing in the garbage, yeah? I didn't know that. Yeah. No, didn't know that. It was a garbage pickup. And, uh, and it's uh, been beat to hell. Yeah, 13 right? people are going to put 12 well, people are going to put their mouths on it. <laughs> just one taxi ride and destroyed the whole thing. Uh, I'm sure it's been destroyed more than that, though. I can't. Uh, but yeah, it's going to be great. So it's going to be a new cup. It's going to be a new champion. And uh, it's going to be fun. I'm Holy excited. I, I hope that there's a lot of people out there. I mean, it's, I know it's in Huawan, but we got the field. To ourselves. That's by the a time, reason to go. Yeah, that that's it's a beautiful place. The the oh, I can't the wait. Dogs are free. The birds are singing. There's there's home runs flying all over the place. There'll be I'm sure there'll be drones going and all kinds of stuff going. So just my, awesome. My favorite field. There's not anything close to that. Is nudity allowed? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Jesus. Uh, are you gonna go soft no let's I'm not go with saying soft anything. No. I'm not saying anything yeah it's soft pay attention to uh, your surroundings <laughs> who's on the soccer field perhaps kids right and, last yeah. time there was like a kid's yeah, party there are some the little field. divots and holes and valleys and things you can go get naked in the weeds <laughs> go lie in a ditch mm. go lie naked in a ditch somewhere yeah take your pictures in the weeds alright <laughs> go get naked and take pictures it's amazing go swimming in the river naked <laughs> alright so I think that this is gonna be an absolute blast uh, it's gonna be awesome. It's DSL season so ten. Awesome. It's almost done. I can't believe it's almost finished. That's it. We're we're good for the podcast. Robbie, you got anything else you want to say? Anything else you want to? No, we did it all today. This one was all these these six teams. Just oh, I can't wait. Give us a show. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna be awesome. These people are gonna play their nuts off, and 
Well, some people don't have nuts. Uh, sorry about that. That was bad. Uh, play hard. All right. It's going to be great. And if the previous two weeks were any indication, this is going to be absolutely fantastic. Uh, oh, yeah. and just, did anyone check the weather? Beautiful. I think, it, well, I don't know. It's Can you still see? It's too, is it too far away? Two weeks away. But I oh. imagine that it's going to be 90. Yeah, I guess that doesn't make any sense 90 right and now. hot. Just sun. Yeah. Sun and clouds. Can't wait. Something. Awesome. Right. This league is awesome. That's it. That's 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 a beautiful way to end it. Hopefully, this isn't the last podcast of the season. Hope I, I mean I we'll see. I don't know what's gonna happen with the podcast going forward. Hopefully, we'll be back with another one. Um, yeah. Anyway, thank you for everybody for listening. Thank you for all the questions that were asked. Uh, sorry if I didn't get your question in there. I appreciate you know everything that the league uh, has to say about the podcast, all the contributions to the podcast. You guys are awesome. I love it. Queasley. Less awesome. <laughs> You're awesome. All right, Sarah, take us, Sarah. take us out of here. And that's your weekly ball movement. I will remember you. Will you remember me? Don't let your life pass you. Dark.